Hello, everyone. It's Chili. Welcome back to the INFJ Growth Podcast. We are here for our season two finale. Yay. I can't believe it's been eight weeks. It feels like it's gone by really fast, but it's also felt really rewarding and really fun. And I am so thankful and grateful to everyone who has been so involved in sending messages and asking questions for INFJs and romantic relationships throughout season two. I am so grateful to all of you. So thank you so much for having come on this journey with me. And today is the last episode for season two. And we'll talk about season three at the end. So I really wanted to just end this season on a note of hope and of optimism for the future. INFJs, we value our relationships so much. And I I really wanted to say that it's so important for us to to have hope and to really own the things that we want and own the things that we need. It's so natural for us to value our relationship over ourselves and to value our partner over ourselves. And in doing so, we end up sacrificing the, the right for us to also be part of our relationship and to enjoy the the things that we do want and the things that we need without feeling guilty or without suppressing or diminishing our needs because we don't want to be a burden or we don't want to trouble or pressure our partners into meeting our needs. And when we really don't want to need anything and we suppress and diminish our needs, that is the number one reason that I see for people being unhappy in their relationships. When we suppress our the things that are important in relationships and the things that make them worthwhile, which is wanting connection, wanting to have deep conversations, wanting to have commitment, loyalty, fun, all these different things that we all need as humans. INFJs are so prone to diminishing those things and to not wanting to need anything. And I think part of it also comes down to us being afraid to be vulnerable and not wanting to be hurt. But if we always put on this brave face to our partners and we act like we don't need anything, that can be disappointing for them because they want to be part of our lives and they want to meet our needs. And our partners can feel kind of useless or worthless if we are able to meet our needs all the time and we don't want to need anything from other people. For true connection to happen, we have to be willing to connect. And that means being willing to be vulnerable. And that being vulnerable also means that we are likely not going to have our needs met sometimes and that we will be hurt sometimes. INFJs can really struggle with vulnerability because of the uncertainty of the future and the uncertainty of not knowing how our partner is going to respond when we express something that we need. And that uncertainty and that chance that we might get hurt. And when we actually do make an effort and we are rejected in some way or our partner turned away from our bid, when we go through that, it makes sense that we do feel rejected and that we feel really hurt. And we have to just accept the situation for what it is and acknowledge that being hurt is the cost of admission for vulnerability and vulnerability is the cost of admission for the connection and the the deep meaningful relationship that we crave and the the other aspect of needing things is that we need to come to that 
internally, we need to accept that the process is going to be messy and that we will be hurt and that that is okay and that it's normal and it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. And we also need to then go about communicating that with confidence. And that's part of owning what we want is being able to state it with confidence and not feeling guilty or ashamed or embarrassed or like you were being a burden. It's normal to feel all of those things, but it's really important that we don't allow those things to come across in the ways that we communicate. If you're feeling guilty, it's okay to communicate that sometimes, but it's really important that we don't let that get the best of us and that we don't go into our relationships with that energy of guilt and downplaying and dismissing our own needs because we will never have the the deep, meaningful relationships that we really crave if we're not willing to put all of that work in and to manage our expectations, but also allow ourselves to have hope and to feel excited about things. It's so easy if things aren't going exactly the way that we want them to, to pull away and to not want to put any effort in and to feel upset that things aren't where we want them to be at. And it's important to acknowledge that that is common for INFJs and that it doesn't mean that we should give into that all the time. It's really important for us to have self-awareness of our own feelings. We're so gifted at doing that with other people. And it is such a lifelong skill, but such an important one with our relationships to understand our feelings. We don't need to make decisions based on our feelings, which would be FI, introverted feeling, but just being self-aware of them. Because if we already naturally are connected with other people's feelings, and then if we can build the skill through our own effort of becoming self-aware of our own feelings, that's what makes us unstoppable in relationships is if we can navigate that emotional terrain, both with our partner and with our own emotional experience, that makes us so incredibly powerful. And even though emotionally connecting with ourselves does not at all come naturally to us, it absolutely is a skill and it can be practiced and it can be built. So just acknowledging that it does not feel natural, it will never feel natural, and it will always take more effort and more energy, but that's okay. And just acknowledging that it's going to be challenging and that it's worth putting the effort in and that it will get easier over time to be in touch with our feelings and to work on regulating our own emotions in a way that is constructive and healthy for ourselves and for our relationships. But it's so important that we consciously commit to this process and to making that decision because if we go into our relationships and we're kind of doing it half-heartedly and we don't want to be putting the work in for whatever reason or we are tired of being the only one to put the work in, we have zero chance of success if we go into it with that mindset. So just consciously deciding that your relationship is worth putting the effort into and communicating vulnerably if you are having reservations and just Again, accepting wherever you're at in the process. And it's also okay and healthy to want more for yourself and to have a vision for what you want in the future. And also being okay with where you're at now. It's such a hard line to walk and such a fine balance, but 
as long as we are actively aware of it and moving towards the things that we want, even if we're not perfectly balanced with managing our emotions or connecting with our partner's emotions, as long as we're aware of that and we're moving, it doesn't even need to be moving in the right direction necessarily, but as long as we're moving, that's what matters for us making progress. And then something I wanted to reiterate from earlier in this season is that with meeting emotional needs, we will have those needs met by our partner some of the time, but also it's up to us to be able to meet our own needs sometimes, whether that is needing to self-validate, to self-soothe, to regulate, to have time for reflection, time for hope for the future, time to connect to our senses in a healthy way. All of these things are things that we can do for ourselves, And it's really important to schedule time to do those things for ourselves because it doesn't feel natural and it doesn't come naturally to us. It's really common for INFJs to not even realize that we are capable of meeting our own needs, let alone that we need to set time aside to prioritize it. If we do what comes naturally for us, most INFJs will just put all of their effort and all of their focus and energy into the relationship or into our partners, and that can leave us to be resentful and kind of burnt out, and then we don't know why and we don't know how to take care of ourselves. So just acknowledging that it doesn't come naturally and that it will require effort and intention to meet your own needs when we take the time and effort to meet our own needs, we are able to show up as better partners in the relationship. And once we can realize that taking care of ourselves actually makes us better partners and it makes the relationship better, that is so important and such a, a huge mindset shift for INFJs. We often feel so guilty when we take time for ourselves. We feel like we should be doing something else. We should be there for our partners or we should be doing something to better ourselves or our relationships or our lives. But if we don't take the time to take care of ourselves, it that's what leaves us burnt out and resentful. And we're not showing up as our best selves with our partners if we're not taking care of ourselves. And then that adds on additional guilt and beating ourselves up if we snap at our partners or if we are feeling stressed or feeling short-tempered with our partners. So much of that can be traced back to whether we are taking time to care for ourselves as well. So sometimes with INFJs, the the only way to motivate us to take care of ourselves is to remind ourselves that we can't fill up other people's cups when our cup is empty. And if that's what it takes, if what it takes for you to take care of yourself is to remind yourself that you will be a better partner and that you will be a better spouse or be a better parent, that is a powerful way to motivate yourself and to remind yourself that it's natural to feel guilty about these things and to not want to be selfish or spending time on you when you could be spending time with other people. It's so normal and natural for us to feel that way. And that doesn't mean that it's bad to actually do those things. So realizing that it's normal and that it's a struggle for us, I think is helpful to break the cycle of already not spending time for yourself and then trying to but feeling guilty and then you feel guilty about being guilty and then you beat yourself up on top of feeling guilty. Whereas if you just realize that that guilt is normal and it's not a sign that you are actually doing anything wrong and that you feel that because you're an INFJ, if you can realize that that stops the cycle of 
beating yourself up and ruminating and feeling like you should be a better person, partner, spouse, etc. So just realizing that that's normal for us can help to break that cycle and to help us be a better version of ourselves if we can accept our faults and our flaws, which is really hard for us to do as INFJs. But Realizing that will make our lives so much better because we'll be more present instead of sitting on the sideline mentally and analyzing what's going on. Just knowing that our natural tendency sometimes is to to analyze and to be outside of the situation, analyzing it, looking in. That's It's so common for us. And realizing that it's common is hugely helpful to Help us to get back in it and to be present with our partners, with our spouses, with ourselves, and not giving into an ITI loop. And by being present, that helps us to be the best version of ourselves. And that's what we want, ultimately. INFJs value so much reaching our potential and growth and always improving. So if it takes you needing to remember that by staying out of NITI loop, you're actually growing in a positive way. And it's not that you are doing it wrong or that you should be doing it differently or doing what feels natural to you. Sometimes it just does not feel natural, but it's still what's best for us. And even though it feels uncomfortable, that's what we need to be able to grow. We're never going to grow from a place of comfort or ease or familiarity. So just push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, not in a way that's traumatizing, but just pushing ourselves outside of it and reminding ourselves that that discomfort is normal and it's a good thing. It's a sign that we are challenging ourselves to grow and no one can do that for us. We have to do that for ourselves. And then the last thing I wanted to say is that it's so important when we're owning what we want to not talk ourselves out of the fact that it exists, the type of relationship that we want, the type of partner that we want. Sometimes we feel like we're asking for too much or that we're being greedy or that we could never have the actual relationship that we want and that it's too impossible and that we should settle and just stay where we're at because it's the best we're going to get. And that's so unhealthy and so false. So many INFJs just stay in unhappy relationships because they think it's the best they can get or they think that if they work hard enough, they'll be able to force their partner to change or force their partner to understand their side of things. But when we focus so much on trying to fix the relationship or if we've given up entirely and we just feel like there's no point in trying because this is the best that we're going to get and that we have to settle. It's just so untrue. And we distract ourselves from the relationships that we could have if we allowed ourselves to want it and to desire it. And sometimes we're afraid that if we if we really commit to what we want and if we own it, that we might fail and that we might not get it. And that's really scary to to want something so big for yourself with a relationship and to have to, say, if you're dating, be turning people down and being afraid that you're not going to meet the right person for you. Or if you're in a long-term relationship, having to put all this work in and not necessarily seeing progress or growth. It's so scary to commit so much time and effort to something, not knowing if it's going to work. But at the same time, We also need to not distract ourselves and to stay focused on what we do want, even if there's a chance we might not get it, and to not 
dismiss the things that we want as being too needy or being too picky or that we don't deserve to have that thing or that there's a chance we might not get it. We need to allow ourselves to want what we want. And if you want something that feels bigger than is possible or if you feel like you're being too picky, you're not. You will find what you want or you will be able to get what you want if you just commit to the process and commit that it's going to be challenging and that you're going to have to put a lot of work in without necessarily seeing results. But as long as you have your focus pointed on what you want in the future, we're able to withstand so much discomfort in the meantime. If we know that there's a reason for it, if we have that meaning and that deeper purpose, we are strong enough to endure anything. So the difference between settling and enduring that type of negative experience with a relationship versus having to put a lot of work in and feeling uncomfortable and actually growing and moving in the right direction towards your desired future. The difference is if that suffering, if there's a reason for it and if there's a purpose to it. Humans are so capable of enduring so many difficult things. And the differentiator is if we have that reason why, if we have that deeper purpose If we know what we're suffering and struggling for, we can endure anything. And it's really important that we keep that goal in mind of what we desire and what we want and what the meaning is, because it makes it so worthwhile and so much easier to endure the discomfort of growth and communication and misunderstandings and vulnerability if we are working towards something bigger versus allowing yourself to suffer and struggle and you are with someone who you don't necessarily want to be with, but you feel guilty leaving or you feel like you're asking too much or that you are never going to find anything better or you've invested so much time that you don't want to walk away now. Without that purpose, then we are just suffering and life is worth so much more than that. So really get clear on what you want in a relationship. Get clear on what you are willing to work for And set that intention and that goal in your mind and then just start moving in the right direction towards it. And if you keep that goal in mind, you will always be moving, whether it's always in the right direction or efficiently, not necessarily. But as long as you keep that in your mind, you will always be making progress, even if it's not perfectly linear. And just embracing the the struggle with that end goal in mind is so powerful. And sometimes INFJs can put our heads down and we don't want to look to the future because it is scary. And we are, again, like afraid that we won't get what we want. But if we refuse to look to the future and if we refuse to define what we want with our relationships, we're never going to get it because you can't accomplish a goal if you don't even define what it is. And there's a 0% chance of you getting to a destination if you don't even define where you want to go. So be brave. Decide what you want, define it, and start to take action. And trust yourself that you will be able to handle it no matter what happens. You won't be perfect, but that's okay. You're not supposed to be. The only goal is that you are moving. It doesn't need to be in the right direction all the time, but that you are moving and that you are taking time to reflect on where you want to go and if that destination is going to change, because sometimes it will. Sometimes you're with a person and you think that they are the perfect person for you. And sometimes that changes in the future. And we can only know that by going through these experiences and moving sometimes in the wrong direction and living. 
because it doesn't mean that we made a mistake or that we failed if we have to walk away from a relationship. It just means that we tried something, that we learned a lot of things along the way, and that this person might not be the right person for us to continue the journey. We might need to go back out there on our own and to to find someone new. And no matter what, you're going to be okay. So that's why we're ending with hope and optimism. Because no matter what, as long as we're learning and growing, we are going to be okay. And having spoken with so many of you throughout this season, I am so impressed and I admire so much all of your courage and all of your commitment to growth and that you are so invested in yourself and in your relationships. It's it's such a rare thing. It's not for INFJs, but for people it is. And whoever you end up with is going to be so lucky to end up with you. I hope that you all can see your value and that you can see that you have worth and that you own that and that you ask for it. I'm seriously so impressed at the level of insight and the level of reflection and just self-awareness that you all have. It's incredibly impressive. So I wanted to commend all of you for that, commend all of you for your courage. I am so impressed with all of you and you all inspire me to be a better, stronger version of myself too. So we are all in this together. So thank you for coming with me on this journey of romantic relationships throughout season two. I have not decided yet if I want to do a theme like we did for season two for season three. I I haven't really thought about it yet. I've just been moving throughout season two and I'm going to take a break to think about what would be awesome for season three. I would love to hear suggestions from you all. So if you have any ideas for either topics or uh, show formats or anything, differences with things like that. If there were things that you liked about the season, if there were things that you didn't like about it, let me know. It doesn't need to necessarily be positive feedback. If you have anything that you feel like could be improved, I would love to hear it. So if you do have any feedback or ideas or suggestions, you can connect with me on Instagram, infj.growth, or you can send me an email, jilly at infjgrowth.com. Thank you so much to everyone. This has been such a privilege and such an honor to be walking with you all on this journey. So thank you for trusting me with walking with all of you. It means so much to me. I am excited to keep talking with you guys throughout this break, and I will post again when I have announced what is next for season three. I love you all so much. Take care of yourselves. Be strong. Be true to yourselves. And remember, no one else is going to do it for you. I love you guys all so much. I will see you next time. Bye.